Hi, my name is Dan Ariely, and welcome to Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast about science. Every week, I will talk to one researcher about one project who will have a chat about what they found and what it means for our lives. Dan's guest this week is Antonio Mantanakis, Assistant Professor of Marketing at Brock University, St. Catharines, Ontario, Canada. Okay, so I'm sitting here with... Antonia Mantanakis. And where are we? We are in Niagara-on-the-Lake, Canada. And we're sitting here, and the lake is just on the right side, and uh, it's a foggy day, but very beautiful, huh? It's gorgeous, yeah. And how long have you been here? I've been here for three years. And where are you teaching? I'm at Brock University in St. Catharines, which is 20 minutes from Niagara Falls. That sounds lovely. And, and what kind of research do you do? I do research on sensory evaluation. Uh, we have a wine lab in St. Catharines. Wine lab? Is this just an excuse to getting drunk? <laughs> yeah, it's an excuse. And it's also, we really do have a legitimate excuse because the students produce wine and otherwise they would just throw it out. And of course, they actually want to taste wine. So there's a better excuse even. That's right. So we can use it for our research and we can also drink it ourselves. Win-win if ever there was one. Now, Tell me a little bit about this research on uh, using different scales to measure how people evaluate experiences. Well, in sensory panels, there are often scales that are used um, for the raters to judge the attributes of wine. And what we're finding... So you said something like, how much sweetness is this from a scale from 1 to 10, something like that? Yeah, so the scale could, could ask about an attribute, and there could be numbers on the scale starting from, yeah, as you said, 0 to 10, or um, in some cases it could be minus 5 to plus 5. And so we wanted to see if the type of scale could influence how these various attributes are actually perceived. So if you do one type of scale, people not only report differently, but they actually experience the wine differently? Is that the idea? Well, that's the idea. Um, they do, rep they do uh, give higher ratings in general if you give them the scale from minus 5 to plus 5, as though it's as though they are... Wait, wait. So if, if I have a scale from 1 to 10, people give lower ratings, and if it's minus 5 to 5... You don't mean in absolute way, because you can't give more than 5, but you mean it's like closer to the edge of the right side if it's minus 5 to plus 5? Yeah, so let's say we're asking about a positively valence attribute like sweetness, and assuming people generally like the property sweetness. Um, if you ask uh, about sweetness on mi a minus 5 to plus 5 scale, generally what we think is that people perceive anything below the zero point as not sweet. Mm -hmm. So they'll tend to stay... Um, within the um, one to five. And so if we convert that um, rating on a one to 11 scale now to compare it to the zero to 10, generally the, the scores are higher. I see. So, so that would be very good for teaching ratings, right? Yeah, Just to right. convert those. Okay, so, so people give a higher number because they interpret it differently, but that doesn't mean that they actually experience anything differently, right? Yeah, that's a really good question, and it's a really good point. And that's why what, what we did in our study is we then brought participants back and asked them to identify um, uh, wh what they what they drank earlier. And what we found is that if, let's say, they, they answered these questions about sweetness um, on a minus 5 to plus 5 scale earlier, well, they were more likely to identify the sweeter item uh, later on if... if so, so that's amazing. So they first rate it on one scale versus another. Some people on minus 5 to plus 5, some on 
one zero to ten, and then when you bring them back, the people who had the minus five to plus five remember wrongly remember the wine as if it was sweeter. That's right. Yeah, through an identification test. So they sample, they do a blind taste test, and they 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 uh, choose the sweeter one. That's amazing. So does this tell you that they just experienced the wine differently, or that they remembered it differently? That maybe they just remembered the ratings. And they didn't remember the taste, so they basically relied on that. Could that be? Well, it could be the case, although because we did a filler task and we had a delay, it's very unlikely that they would remember. And the, because the they, they, they judged a, a whole bunch of things, it's very unlikely that they remembered exactly what they indicated on the scale. But that's something that we have to take into consideration. And how long was the delay? It was about five to ten minutes. Wow, that's amazing. Now, what, what kind of you lessons can you draw from this from your for life? Like when you ask people to rate you, do you do different things? Um, yeah, Let's say I you guess. go on a date. Okay. What, what do you tell the person you're, you're dating? I mean, would you say, how would you rate me? And do you give them a different <laughs> scale? <laughs> well, I guess. <laughs> what, what about if you, you have a friend asking you for advice? You know, you give them different scales to give you information. You try to influence their experience this way. Well, actually, with teaching evaluations, I think that's a good way to, to bring it in. But it could bias people in, the, in that sense. So I guess if somebody really wanted to sway a person's initial evaluations and then try to, to sway their memory because of their perception, then I guess the scales are one way. So you go on a date, and at the end of the date, you email the person something, and you say on a scale from minus 5 to 5, how would you rate this date? Yeah. This would be much better. Or do you have to tell them in the beginning, before the date, that you ask them to evaluate on this scale? I don't think it's an expectation effect. I think you can ask them after the, after fact. the fact. Yeah. Okay, we yeah. have something to work on. Thank you okay, very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. This has been Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast with Dan Ariely, professor of behavioral economics at Duke University. Learn more at predictablyirrational.com. Thank you.